was heaven for a black man they said wakanda i thought about it i said wakanda it is separated never to be colonized but christ ain't to chalicize anybody who challenged dies this kingdom ain't visible to the naked eye and with your mind you can make a spaceship fly our women in order but they ain't warriors no bald head even them locks is glorious no purple flower for power, that world is ours Times got dark as the middle ages But brighter over time like Vitalago The renaissance but with nigger faces Family photos whitewashed like the dinner place Get the move phases to me symbolic for entertainment Cause waxing great isn't little waning It's a demonstration, it's boosted payment With no thanks and little payment I go to the hills Where my help from I just wanna hear Welcome, well done Out the mouth of God, reading lips, fingerprints on Ephesians 6. Uh, the kingdom of the 12 invisible consists within you. Best believe that purple rain when the princes assemble. Post traumatic slave genes in my body, though. Most black folks deal with spirits like Diageo. Our OGs had no vision, just the audio. They all lost that love and feeling like it's hauling notes. We bring that word to your door like a paper boy. How come when it's time for war, y'all ain't making noise? Like yelling underwater doing Panama. Without the law, y'all niggas soft like dandelions. Cars get pulled like hamstrings and all-nighters. Me and my Ruben Knight, we tag team like Paul and Silas. You playing Game of Thrones, waiting in the danger zone. The earth is our turf, even the way is home. I the where my help from. Cause when them horns get to blowing, my Lord get to smiling and them tears start flowing. Zion right over horizons and the gates start to open. The crowd's so excited. Everything I'm holding deep inside, I can let go of in the twinkling of an eye. I'm a titan of a soldier. Angels fly over my shoulder, same color as Godiva. God, I dive into your presence. Feel your effervescence. All up in your essence. This is what I... This is what I held for in the belly of that jail torn hell born hell storm maelstrom. Now I'm standing with my prayers gone. Gabriel, get a little fair warning when I see I'm going airborne. I'm beside myself, me standing next to me. He got it all on lock, gave me an extra key. I know where my land at, that's trajectory. Just listen to what he said to me. I look to the hills, where my help from. Just wanna hear Welcome Well 
to the Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to the Forefront Radio. And now we're going to turn to another wipeout on Wall Street, part of a steep slide that's seen the Dow Jones drop over 4,000 points since the beginning of the year. And while the Dow goes down, gas prices keep going up. Gas prices hit a new record high nationwide this morning. The national average $4.37 a gallon. That is after prices peaked in March during Russia's invasion into Ukraine. The U.S. pursued extraordinary measures at the time, releasing oil emergency amounts and record amounts of oil from our strategic petroleum reserves. That sent prices lower for a time, but now they are back climbing with the key driver of oil price uh, of gasoline prices oil also climbing now back above $100 a barrel and as michael says this has sent the stock market tumbling in the last couple of days we've seen dramatic shifts in investor sentiment and volatility you've seen the S&P 500 down about 3% and so far this year, Michael, we've seen stocks, the S&P 500, which is the thing in most people's retirement savings accounts, down now almost 17%. Consider the fact that Babylon the Great is being impacted by the negative things that they have done. According to Vox News, the stock market's panicking but allegedly you don't have to. From stocks to crypto, Wall Street is particularly on edge. The past couple of years have been quite exciting for many investors. After the stock market plunged at the outset of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been on a pretty good run. The S&P 500 climbed up by 16% in 2020 and nearly 27% in 2021. Hordes of individual investors rushed into trading, getting into meme stocks like GameStop and AMC, and enjoying the perks of a pretty broad-based bull market. 
Some dipped into cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, which traded ab- above 60000 per coin for parts of last fall. Tech companies such as Peloton to Netflix to Amazon felt like pretty sure bets for growth. Now, unfortunately, they're stating that things are going down. Last week, the Dow and NASDAQ saw their worst single-day decline since 2020. This week, the S&P 500 hits the lowest level in a year. Now, why is this information important, folks? Because you are watching people get anxious over Babylon the Great falling. America are hurting because of inflation. I understand what it feels like. I come from a family where when the, when the price of gas or food went up, we felt it. It was a discussion at the kitchen table. I, went, uh, I want every American to know that I'm taking inflation uh, very seriously and it's my top domestic priority. What is inflation, you say? Inflation, you say. Ha huh. Now, this is coming from the same guy that said, you need to prepare for a famine. This guy that's in charge right now, the administrator of the United States, says that you have to prepare for a famine. And now he's saying that inflation is something really to look at. Well, you think? (laughs) Inflation is a problem in the United States and across the globe. With the U.S. inflation rate near its highest levels in 40 years. In April, the Consumer Price Index, which measures what consumers pay for goods and services, was up 8.3% from the previous year and 0.3% for the month. The Federal Reserve has begun to raise interest rates and will soon begin to reduce its balance sheet to combat inflation and to try to get prices back under control. Those measures may be necessary, but there also uh, is uh, ones that make Wall Street nervous. Now, what does the Bible have to say about this particular situation? In the book of James chapter five, it says, go to now, you rich men, Weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. I got to read that again. It says, go to now, you rich men. So who is this directed to? Is this directed to the middle class? Is this directed to those in poverty? No, the Bible is directing this message currently to the wicked of the earth, the rich men that hoard their riches. So this is speaking of people that are in abundance that are overly in abundance, okay? Watch this. Go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl. What does that mean? That means cry and howl, scream at the top of your lungs, exasperate yourself for the fear and dread that everything will be crumbling to its end. Your miseries that shall come upon you. I got to read that again. Go to now, you rich men. 
weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. How did the United States of America obtain its riches? Was it through voting? Was it through kumbaya? Let's get, let's have free, let's have free trade amongst all the world. Huh? How did America establish its wealth? War, bloodshed, robbery, turmoil. I'll give an example. You have a fledgling nation called Haiti. One of the first free black nations to establish itself without an emancipation proclamation, without an Abraham Lincoln, they got it by the knuckle. And what did France, the United States and Canada do? They infiltrated these nations, assassinated their presidents, replaced their governments with dictators and stole their national resources, wealth and money. Since going back all the way to 1915, the United States set up military branches to go into foreign nations, and they now call it foreign policy. They obtained their riches by going into their banks and stealing money. Such was the case with Haiti, when at 1915, they stole approximately $50,000. In today's money, that ranks in the millions. Let's read the Bible verse again. Go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. God is prophesying through the Bible that miseries are going to come upon the rich nations of the earth. God is prophesying through the Bible that miseries, what, what does the term misery mean? Let's look up the definition because a lot of people, we use these words arbitrarily and we don't think and consider that they have significant impact. What does the term misery mean? Let's find out. According to Oxford language definition, a state of feeling of great distress or discomfort of mind or body. So God is saying, America, Babylon the Great, is going to come to a state where it's severely unhappy, severely distressed, basking in its own wretchedness, going through hardship and sorrow, great suffering, the miseries of war a cause or source of great distress or discomfort, affliction, misfortune, difficulty, problem, adversity, ordeal. These are all synonyms to the trouble, the hardship, the deprivation, the pain and sorrow that shall happen to Babylon the Great. What does the Bible say? about Babylon the Great. Verse 2, your riches are corrupted. Your riches, your wealth, your luxuries are all corrupted. Meaning God is looking at America and saying, 
The way you obtained your resources on the earth was through corruption, bribery, filth, abominable actions, murder. Your money is tainted. You're walking around with blood gold, blood money, blood diamonds, blood necklaces, blood pearls, all the accoutrements of your life that is set up in these systems were set up by pain and sorrow of others, by burdens that you unburdened on the Native Americans and the so-called Blacks. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered and the rust of them shall be a witness against you and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last days. Hmm. So the Bible is prophesying that those that trust in riches shall fall. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28. He that trusteth, he that trusteth in riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. So the Bible is saying, if you're placing your trust in sole financial gain, it's going to corrupt you. You're going to fall. You're going to fall. Why? Why does it say that? Because America has a lost value system. When it comes to family values, spiritual values, these things don't mean nothing to the common man nowadays. Why? Because there's a love of opulence. There's a love for riches. There's a love for money. Watch this. First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 9. What does the Bible say about those that seek after riches? But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. So the Bible is saying that those that are seeking to be rich fall into temptation. What do we just read in Proverbs? We read Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28. He that trusteth in riches shall fall. So let's go back. So it's saying that if you're trusting in financial gain, you will fall. Now let's go back, 1 Timothy chapter 6. But they that will be rich fall, fall, fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hateful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and have pierced themselves with many sorrows, many sorrows. So look at these pastors, these, these pulpit politicians, these uh, masqueraders of the Christian ideology that proclaim to be followers of Christ, when in reality, they don't follow the Bible. They're teaching a prosperity gospel. And they have links and ties 
to government agencies, alphabet men, and other things of that nature. This is a fact. What does the Bible say about covetousness? Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 13. For from the least of them, even unto the greatest of them, every one is given to covetousness. And from the prophet, even unto the priest, everyone dealeth falsely. What are we reading? We're reading the Holy Bible. The Bible prophesied that the love of many shall wax cold. And instead of loving one another and keeping the laws of the Bible, people in turn love riches, wealth, and opulence. Riches, wealth, and opulence. But guess what? The Bible says that these people will become unhappy, afflicted, full of distress, have problems. America will be hit with tribulation, woe, torment, catastrophe, calamity, misadventure, disaster. Revelation chapter 17. And there came one of the seven angels, which had seven vials, and talked with me, saying, saying unto me, Come hither, and I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. This is talking about Rome, which transferred to the Roman Catholic Church, which transferred to the United Snakes of America. Verse 24. And in her, referring to Babylon the Great, was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. Revelation chapter 18, verse 13, and cinnamons, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and slaves, and souls of men. America sold the children of Israel, as slaves. The story that has brought me to this stage tonight, the story of generations of people who felt the lash of bondage, the shame of servitude, the sting of segregation, but who kept on striving and hoping and doing what needed to be done so that today I wake up every morning in a house that was built by slaves. And I watch my daughters, two beautiful, intelligent black young women, playing with their dogs on the White House lawn. And with that global slave system, they commerced with all the kings of the earth and all the merchants of the earth. That's going into your corporations. Revelation chapter 18 and verse 3. For all nations, let's, let's start at verse 2 actually. 
Let's start at verse one. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become of the habitations of devils and the whole of every foul spirit and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. What is the wine of America? Their lies. How does America lie? Through their media, through their politics, through their religions, through their science, through their education. Everything that this nation has been built up on has been established by lies. They told you Christopher Columbus discovered this place. They never told you people were already here, that the lost tribes of Israel already got scattered since the time of the Assyrian captivity and came on boats and traveled from Africa to South America and traveled up. They never told you that. But in the book of Second Esdras, whom uh, Columbus was clearly familiar with, you can see that in some of the uh, 1492 uh, uh, movies, they knew about the prophecies that our ancestors came to this land already. And many old pictures depict Native American Indians as black people. Babylon the Great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a habitations of devils. And the hold of every foul spirit and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations. This is specifying something. Not a nation on the earth that has participated in commerce has not been impacted by the United States of Babylon. For all nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich, are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. What is this saying? This is telling you that the nations of the earth have waxed rich through a global entity. So now let's find out something. Let's find out the definition of the World Bank. The World Bank is an international financial institution that provides loans and grants to the governments of low and middle income countries for the purpose of pursuing capital projects. This was founded in July 1944 in Bretton Woods, and the president is David Malpas, and the headquarters is, guess where? Washington, D.C. Its parent organization is the United Nations. Where is the United Nations located? New York City. Where is New York City? The United States of America. So if you, if this doesn't make sense to you, I can't help you. The Bible says that there's a global power called Babylon the Great where all the kings of the earth All the merchants of the earth gather their riches together. 
And now they have been frightened because now a crash has already begun. Stearns was in a death spiral, and the Fed brokered its sale. The worst financial crisis in modern times, times, but certainly the largest financial disaster in decades in this country, and perhaps the end of an era in America. This year of 2022 is turning out to be a true year of transition. Since they declared that the pandemic was over, there has been no letting up of negative news. In February, the war in Ukraine began which prompted the beginning of challenge to the current world order. And right after this, the Fed followed through with this planned rate hike that they continued this month in May, trying to slow down the economy. Through all of this, we have been experiencing higher inflation on everything since last year. But it's now becoming more noticeable as gas prices reach record highs and food is costing more than ever. We have President Biden making speeches blaming everyone he can for inflation, from Putin to COVID to supply chain issues, etc. I want us to be crystal clear about the problem. There are two leading causes of inflation we're seeing today. The first cause of inflation is a once-in-a-century pandemic. And this year we have a second cause, a second cause, Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. He completely ignored the fact that his policies and Trump's and Obama's of money printing and borrowing of debt is actually the main reason for the inflation that we are experiencing. Notice what this person is saying. They're causing their own system to crash. They're causing their own system to crash. Revelation chapter 18, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. This is referring to you, Israelites. You are the people of God. You are the chosen nation of God. It's time for you to wake up and realize who you are. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins. So what is that telling us? That's telling us that we must separate from the uncleanness of America. You have to separate from their sins. What is sin according to the Bible? According to 1 John chapter 3, verse 4, it states that sin is the transgression of God's laws. Sin is when you break, transgress God's laws. Now, this is all throughout the Bible where it says to separate yourselves, remove yourselves from the things that are impure and unclean. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, it states this, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons, and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. God himself wants us to get out of Babylon, get out of its political systems, get out of its religions, get out of its false ideologies. Hell, if you can afford it, fly to another country and rebuild somewhere else. Because when this thing crashes, 
It's about to go down. Jeremiah chapter 51 and verse 5. For Israel have not been forsaken. For Israel have not been forsaken, nor Judah of his God, of the Lord of hosts, though their land was filled with sin against the Holy One of Israel. Flee out of the midst of Babylon and deliver every man his soul. Be not cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He will render unto her a recompense. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 18. Let's read verse 4 through verse 6. And I, Revelation chapter 18, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. We just read in Jeremiah who the people of God were, the children of Israel. We just read in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, who that's referring to, the children of Israel. And that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues, of her plagues, of her plagues. Was there not a plague that transpired recently? A global pandemonium that occurred? Do you not have eyes to see? Do you not have ears to hear? For the sins of America, for the sins of Babylon, for the sins of Europe, for the sins of the Vatican have reached unto heaven. For the sins of the Edomites, for the sins of the Greeks, for the sins of the Romans, for the sins of the Europeans have reached unto heaven. They're so disgusting that they have now set forth planes and rockets and satellites into the heavens to defile the throne of God with uncleanness. And God hath remembered her iniquities. Verse 6. Reward her, even as she rewarded you, and double unto her, double according to her works, in the cup which she hath filled, filled to her double. Jeremiah chapter 51 and verse 6. Verse 7. Babylon hath been a golden cup, in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunken. The nations have drunken of her wine. Therefore, the nations are mad. All these nations are insane. All these nations go bananas over the richness of this place. How do we know that? Let's jump back to Revelation 18, verse 3. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. I watched him speak on Tuesday, and he said a whole lot while not really saying anything at all. They just used him at the platform saying a lot of words and added subtle mind control, putting two phrases in back of him which would speak to the subconscious of all his loyal mind-controlled subjects. They said, Biden is tackling inflation and lowering costs. 
I mean, if you really understand how their mind control works, that is such manipulation because he isn't doing anything of the sort. During these times, as I speak with random people and I listen to how they feel about these times that we're in, I have found that reality still has not caught up with most. And while they see that bad things are happening, like the market is going down and inflation is really up, their tap on reality is still not there. They are just sitting with ignorant, blind optimism that tells them what they are going to do is wait things out and get back to their lives when things actually get better. I mean, I guess I understand that mentality because markets do run in cycles. We have highs and we have lows, bull markets and bear markets. And the easiest thing for people to do is to continue to think optimistically than to look at things from what they view as just overly negative and pessimistic. Even if it is reality, it doesn't matter. But make no mistake, it is important that you live in reality and are not so blinded by the lies and the distractions that you are not fully able to understand what is actually happening. Be very clear and understand that the collapse is happening and we are walking straight down into a very deep hole. It is important that you understand that the crash has begun and all of those plans that people have been working towards are no longer valid. It is highly important that you live in the reality that actually exists. So a lot of people are deceived from Babylon the Great with its mind control and manipulation and people are still seeking after riches while they see that things are doubling in price, tripling in price, quadrupling in price. Yet they are still in la-la land. Jeremiah chapter 51. Flee, flee, flee out of the midst of Babylon and deliver every man his soul. Be not cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He will render unto her a recompense. You see, a lot of folks say, why don't you just stay and wait it out? Why build a home over in Africa where it's cheaper? Why build a home in the Caribbean islands where it's cheaper? Why don't you just wait it out? Let the Lord deliver you. Guess what? When God sent the angels to the cities of Sodom, Gomorrah, Zeboim, Adma, God sent the angels to warn Lot and the people there. And did they want to leave immediately? No. They lollygagged. They wasted their time. They just said, oh, no, we'll wait it out. It's okay. You know, markets go up and down. Yeah, we see the wickedness of society where profaneness is being increased. Yes, we see the financial markets, gas prices. All these things are going up. Yeah, we see that the price of cattle and the price of pork and beef and all of these foods are going up, even though food is uh, pork is unclean. But yeah, you know, we'll be all right. We'll be okay. Guess what? Too little, too late. Too little, too late. Because they did not decide to leave, they were destroyed. And not in a dream world that allows you to keep holding on to dreams and goals that do not matter. You know, it's hard to tell someone that the things that they have been working on don't really matter. But you must really live in full reality. 
We must be preparing for judgment. We must prepare for chaos. This time in our lives is not about getting our financial houses in order. This time that we're in is more about getting our spiritual houses in order. But most people can't see that. It's time that you really understand that your money does not matter. In a very short time, you will lose it all. And the only one you will have to rely on is the most high. But if it is at that time you choose to think on him and focus on him, it may be too late for you. It's time to wake up to our economic reality. Let's begin. Understand something. Even though all these people are seeing the plagues happening on the earth, plague after plague happening on the earth, these people are not changing from their ways. Those that have eyes to see and ears to hear, they are the ones that are going to make the substantial change. They are the ones that are going to prepare for this. But those that are spiritually blind, those that are still wanting to live in this world and live in wickedness, they're not going to see this thing. And I pray to the Most High that this doesn't happen to me. I pray that I have a way to warn my people to get them out of Babylon before God destroys this place. But watch this. For those that don't want to hearken, this is you right here. This is you in this Bible verse. Revelation chapter 9, verse 20. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, the people that didn't die from the bird flu, Ebola, Zika virus, Corona, bubonic plague, smallpox, chickenpox, and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, earthquakes, pestilence, tornadoes, famine, drought, hunger, violence, war, and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of their works or their hands, that they should not worship devils. Now, what are the devils that they're referring to? The idols of gold, the idols of silver, the idols of brass, the idols of stone, and the idols of wood. In all these major religions, you have idols of gold, idols of silver, idols of brass, idols of stone, idols of wood, which cannot hear, nor see, nor walk. Let me make it clear for you. If you read through the Bible and find out that Jesus the Christ is a black man and you're worshiping a golden image on a cross of a Caucasian male, you are an idolater. You're worshiping a deceptive practice. What does the Bible say? That they should not worship devils. The devil is a deceiver. The devil is the God of this world. A majority of you involved in modern Christianity worship a deity that is not real. The real Jesus of the Bible is not a gold image spray painted with paint, with blonde hair, blue eyes, with long stringy hair. He's not on a silver cross or a brass cross. 
oh, well, what about, what about if you're in Islam? Are you safe? You're not safe in Islam either. Islam carries the idol of stone. What do we call it today? The Kaaba stone, where you walk around this stone and bow down to this stone every time you do your Hajj in Mecca. God got your card. Whether you call it modern Christianity, modern Islam, African spiritualism, uh, voodoo, witchcraft, kundalini yoga, okay? Whatever you want to call it, Buddha, Krishna, all these gods are idols. And the rest of the men, which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of their works, of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. You didn't repent of your sins. Bird flu is on the rise. They didn't repent of their sins. They're still committing atrocities to one another on the earth. This is just like the days of Noah, Jeremiah, chapter 51, verse 8. Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed howl for her take balm for her pain if so be she may be healed we would have healed babylon but she is not healed forsake her and let us go every one into his own country for her judgment reaches unto heaven and is lifted up even to the skies so god says Go back to your own country, which is why, which is why a lot of people are going back to their country. A lot of people are fleeing from this place and going to their own country. World gets the highest number of citizenship requests. Which country attracts the maximum number of immigrants? The United States of America, as of 2020, according to a report, it had more than 50 million foreign-born foreign residents, 50 million. The U.S. has long been seen as the land of promise, the land of opportunity. Now, what if we told you that Americans themselves may be losing faith in that promise? A new report has come out with some very interesting data. It's from a group of citizenship brokers. It says rich Americans are working on a plan B. They're trying to acquire a second passport. And the number of such people has gone up by more than 300% in the last three years. 300%. A second passport is the new gold in America. But why do people want it? To go to safer countries, they say. And these are Americans. So according to Weon News Gravitas, Americans are buying second passports to leave. Now, this date of this particular article um, and news story came out May the 10th, 2022. Currently, at the time of this recording, it's May 13th, 2022. And guess how much views this particular episode got? 794,933. So over half a million people understand 
that wealthy Americans are trying to jump ship. America's political climate has seen a lot of uncertainty in the last few years, from Obama to Trump to Biden. It's a hard gear shift. So consider this thing. You went from this Democratic uh, liberal by the name of Barack Obama to an extreme conservative by the name of Trump, grab her by the JJ Trump, make America great again Trump, the largest rise of domestic extremism Trump, and then you get this old guy that's falling up the stairs, not falling down the stairs, falling up the stairs by the name of President Biden. That's who you're under currently. The guy that fell up the stairs. Don't believe this Bible if you don't want to. The society is polarized. The rules change drastically. And these political swings are driving people out. That's the number one reason they give. This is what the report says. Wealthy Americans have developed a deep-rooted fear about the future of their society. They would rather live abroad than deal with the state of affairs. Wealthy Americans are trying to leave. Let me make this simple for my people, because it doesn't make sense until you make it plain. Good old white folks are getting ready to get out of this place. So what should you do? Hmm. Let me read the Bible again. Let me read the Bible again. Revelation chapter 18 and verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. Let's jump down to verse 8. Actually, let's read verse 7. How much she have glorified herself. How much has America glorified herself? How much has America lived deliciously? So much torment, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and I'm no widow and shall see no sorrow. Do you see the pride of this nation? Do you see the unmitigated, inebriated, drunken stupor that this nation is in when it says, there's nothing going on and nothing to see here, folks. There's nothing wrong. Oh, yeah, whatever. You know, back last year, you know, you had people that were having capital riots. And, you know, that's nothing. You know, we're, we're, we're in a bad deficit. You know, we owe a lot of debt. Eh, nothing. It's, it's not that bad. You know, uh, we try to give you a couple of stimulus checks. Yeah, here you go. Here's your tax returns. Here you go. Oh, inflation. Ah, don't worry about that. We're tackling that. We're, we're, Oh, gas is $7 in some area. Ah, it's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. Are you delusional? Are you suffering from a mental illness? Do you not see what's going on? Some want to avoid changing tax rules. Others are worried about growing hate crimes in the U.S. And yet others fear an all-out civil war. The second reason they give is the pandemic. The pandemic showed Americans how vulnerable they can be. During the global lockdown in 2020, many of them could not enter Europe. No matter how much money they offered, they could not bend the rules. So now they want a second passport, a plan B, like I said, for their families in case of another global health crisis. 
tells you how even superpowers lose their appeal. The rich and mighty don't want to put all their eggs in the American basket anymore. They want other options, safer options, they say. So how do they get these second passports? Through CIPs, that Citizenship by Investment Program, CIP. How do they work? Through money. If you have the money, you can invest in a country. In return, the country will give you citizenship. Now, keep in mind, folks, this doesn't require you to have a lot of money. Just the wealthy ones are getting it faster. But you can still apply. You can still try to find a way to get yourself established in a foreign place. Next question. How many Americans are opting for such programs? A lot of them. The report says that in the last three years, more than a more than 300 percent spike has been seen in such applications, more than 300 percent. Which countries were these applications for? Mostly Portugal, the land of oranges. This report says Portugal's five-year residence permit is the most in-demand program among Americans. It requires an investment of $294,000. In return, it offers an average stay of seven days a year in Portugal, along with visa-free travel to 26 countries in the EU. Once the permit expires, you're eligible for a permanent citizenship process. In fact, citizenship brokers say that in the coming years, Portugal could be the next California. A lot of American wealth and talent is going to this country. Interesting paradox. The USA, which is a country which takes pride in its quality of life, the land of opportunity, the melting pot of cultures with a large number of people from across the world still trying to go to the U.S., the fact is that Americans themselves are looking to leave. And that says something about where the country is heading. You heard it here on the Forefront Radio. You heard it here. We're trying to warn the people to flee from this place. I hope you take heed to this information and set up businesses with your colleagues and establish yourself overseas. Go to the continent of Africa. Build with your people. Go to the Caribbean islands, build with your people, because when this place burns to the ground, you can't say that you haven't been warned. Shalom. It's hard to live in a world where there's so many traitors, so much liars, so much thieves, so much crooks. It's like everybody hard turned cold. They be traitors in last days, heady high-minded slaves. Pride Judas Iscariots carry them to their graves. It's scary how they behave. Snakes smile in my face. Sit, eat at my table, break hearts, diamonds and spades. Club them over they face. Door dashing is not the way. Uber eating, no favors. They traitors, betray the braves. Chief captains and kings and lurking up in their cages. Lusting for silly women, laden up with their sins. Lord help me, amen. Those devils wanna win, betraying the sons of God, no flawed. Hey my friend, you have just listened to the Forefront Radio. Please leave your comment and input about the show. What you like about the show, as well as any general feedback on ways to improve. We need your help to acquire new equipment to implement studio quality video and audio to our friends. Contribute as little as $4.99. It's only worth a cup of coffee. Then we can produce documentaries, more episodes, and great info for the diaspora. Go to Cash App and enter A-P-H-I-E-L-L-E-V-I 
to donate to The Forefront Radio to cover our advertising costs and reach more people. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, anchor.fm slash The Forefront. Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind. Peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes.